Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. And uh, welcome back to the, from what is, I believe, the ninth episode of the Meet Me Front Left podcast. Nine episodes. Nine episodes. That, oh. is, that is, that feels, oh, something, feels really nice. Yeah, it does. They grow yeah. up so quick, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> and for this episode, we are we're joined by uh, Manchester's finest. We have Mr. Aidan Francis with us today. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, hello. <laughs> I need to stop saying ahoy. I, I feel like I'm making a habit of it. Actually, yeah, you say ahoy quite a bit, mate. I know it's bad. Just, just give me a slap on the wrist if I if I say ahoy anymore. All right. But yeah, welcome, welcome to the show, Aiden. <laughs> how is uh, how is life treating you? How has the past what five months of lockdown treated you? It's been a it's been a it's been a journey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not a good one. It's it's all right. I suppose just. Uh, boring in it now i just want to get back to yeah. normal but yeah not too bad yeah, good good one. to hear i think to be honest all of us are on a not too bad kind of cycle yeah. <laughs> there's nothing better than bad <laughs> though, isn't it yeah nothing good nothing bad yeah. just same old <laughs> shit now in it yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. everyone's getting tired <laughs> but um aiden mate if you want to um give a little intro to yourself uh, who you are, what your star sign is, and uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, shoe size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hi, I'm Aidan Francis. Um, just I'm a producer, like everyone here on here. Um, and I'm based in Manchester, and that's it. I'm boring as shit. That's all you've got. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, folks. <laughs> yeah, hi. There you go. Thanks for having me. Wow. I'm sure we'll discover some more about you in the podcast, mate. We'll crack it oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna dig. We're gonna dig deep into your past, Aiden. Oh, it's like a dating. <laughs> gonna... It's like, like one of those like old seventies dating shows. Wow, <laughs> I've, I never thought that my podcast would be compared to a seventies dating show. But I mean, yeah, there you go. Did you just say my podcast, Harry? As in like our podcast? <laughs> not having that. I don't appreciate. <laughs> Do not appreciate that one bit, Harry. No, like you know what I mean. I, in my head, like back in when I was a kid, like oh god, one day I'm gonna have a podcast. <laughs> How old were you when you think of this? I'm just trying, I don't believe. I'm trying to think, I do not believe this story, Harry. I'm trying to I think myself out of a hole here, Dan. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say my. All right. <laughs> God. Right. Back to the show. So let's um let's let's kick things off with uh, a bit about Aiden. So first first topic I had in mind was of course the uh, the the scene in Manchester in general. Hmm. Um, have you lived in Manchester your whole life, Aiden? No, no. I moved here five years ago uh, for uni, and I've just not left. <laughs> Like, yeah, way love it and yeah now i just moved here five years ago and i didn't actually know much about the scene because at that point i was just like i've been making tunes in my room since i was like what 14 um yeah. i used to live in like this really small seaside town there was like no scene at all so moving here i didn't know what to look for so it took me like ages to get into it um mm. but yeah I, I love it now well not now obviously but um i know where to go and stuff like that it's it's really really thriving like it's, it's like I don't know I, 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 I can't I haven't really been to London that much but it's kind of like a really condensed London um, mm. kind of vibe um, but yeah I love it yeah what, so where, where did you come from before you were in Manchester if you uh, said it was like a small little uh, well it's in the lovely seaside town of Scarborough in North Yorkshire it's like up on the east coast like on, yeah up north really boring as shit up there to be honest nice one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. big up big up the Scarborough massive Scarborough <laughs> up. god there's gonna be people watching this just like you little cunt <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god! <laughs> did you um? Did you move when you moved there to uni? Have you? I'm assuming yeah. you finished uni now. And you're just staying down there. Is that the plan? Um, yeah. So yeah, just I, I didn't really have any plan after uni. I was just like, yeah, let's go here. Because um, like my parents moved abroad, and then oh. I was just like, okay, I'll go to uni, and then that means after uni, I just kind of have to like, I don't know when would it go really. So I just stayed yeah. here, and I, uh, to be honest, the more I got in, the more I was in uni. Uh, the more I kind of like figured out that I wanted to stay here because just like I was getting like you know there's more like like all the raves and stuff like that so I was like really enjoying yeah. it I didn't really want to go anywhere else yeah true but, yeah. and it's kind of like there's no you know it's nice to have that sense of freedom once you go to uni and you're not living with your parents anymore it's nice yeah. to ca- ca- carry that on if you, if you can do you know what I mean yeah obviously I think a lot of people can't carry on because it's quite hard to do but it's nice I mean I, I could have gone it, de- it depends what um, sorry, sorry to interrupt Aaron, sorry. It, it depends on your uh, it depends on your mental energy if you, if you can't get rid of the uni life like like Harry and I and Aiden I'm assuming as well then you uh, you maintain your basis in the city you're in yeah. well I until, mean yeah. to be fair I don't think it's it is partly like you, know, you went to uni there so you're now uh, what's the word you're now familiar with the with the, the city and stuff but I think I mean for me like if I went home it would be quite boring for me like i live in a little town um kind of like you aiden like i live in a little town that moved to southampton and if i went home like it'd just be boring so i'm not necessarily staying here just like for because i because i miss uni <laughs> it's uh it's more just because i've kind of got a you know i'm here at the moment i've got an anchor here i know what i'm doing and then i can go somewhere else in the future or i could go home and then go somewhere from there but that would be boring <laughs> where, where do you see yourself harry in uh where, where do you want to end up do you have a, a destination well, i wanted to be in london by the next summer but i think that's going to be a bit on hold until later next year because of obviously recent um pandemic and stuff so yeah i want to be in london by uh end of next year really that's my next move i thought about brighton and stuff but um yeah i don't know too fair anything can happen so i'm just kind of it's all up in the air at the moment don't really know what's going on <laughs> <laughs> What what about you, Aiden? Do you do you almost see yourself staying in Manchester for quite a long time now, or do you reckon you'd end up anywhere else? To be honest, yeah, probably. I think I see myself like staying here now for like a good few years, and then deciding where else to go. Then after that, I'm pretty like grounded here. I've got like, like obviously got all my mates and stuff. Um, yeah. And to be honest, moving to another city would just I've had like a panic attack. To be honest, like trying to figure it <laughs> out again. It's just not nah, on that. Um, but yeah, probably, yeah, probably will stay here because I've got like I work here as well, so I'm kind of a uh, tied down with that as well <laughs> yeah, yeah you're uh, you're trapped, trapped. <laughs> you're trapped. that's yeah. the annoying thing is like getting a job in another city that's like timing it so you move house and have mm. the job at the same so you get the house and the job at the same time that's such an annoying thing to think about it's just extra stress isn't it mm. yeah yeah just get, get yourself a new universal credit boys that'll sort you out <laughs> dan's, living, dan's living the dream <laughs> yeah, i'll tell you what though i actually got i got booked for a gig Really? Um, the other day? What yeah. in, in Reading? Where where's that? No, no, no. I'm um so I'm playing the Big Nineties Festival in Middlesbrough. Oh bloody hell. In in September. And a- apparently there it's it's like a big top outside tent area. Wow. And yeah, I'm, I think there's gonna be about five hundred people there. So I'm I cannot wait. <laughs> Get behind the I'm deck, buzzing. Yeah. I've been absolutely gagging to play a gig I actually beyond belief I didn't I didn't play a gig today but I uh, went on some CDJs for the first time actually not that long actually but <laughs> but I mean con- considering like actually being live streamed or something mate I was it was a shambles 
mate, honestly, not mixing for ages and going back on it. Oh, God. It was yeah. like, over like lockdown, to be honest. It's like mixing. Like, I, I could mix before, but I was never really like, I never really like learned any tricks or anything like that. And I really didn't, um, I didn't like proper, I didn't actually really know how to like vinyl mix properly. So I've just kind of been learning that over lockdown. And that's actually, um, that's actually occupied me. I kind of enjoyed that. Although I've spent like, like lots of money on like records, which is probably. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's the problem, mate. Yeah. When, uh, when when you learn to mix, um, when you learn to mix vinyl, no. and then you pick it up and you got a turntable, and you're like, oh, let's buy some more. I, yeah. could, I could get the copy, but you know what? Let's get the physical format. Why not? Have you no, got to spend yeah. twelve pound more? <laughs> Have you got uh, two turntables then, Aiden? Um, I've only just got one at the moment. It's broken, yeah. sadly. Oh, um, so I know the the uh, we're having like a flat party and like. I pulled the, uh, you know, the RCA cables at the back and it just snapped. Um, oh. oh no, it's sick now. Um, but no, I've just had one and just like obviously using it um, with the digital, but obviously like, you know, covering the screen and everything like that. And that was like scary yeah. at first, but it's, it's actually all right. Yeah. I, I do want another one, but my room is like tight on space if I get all this equipment. Yeah, they're, they're quite chunky things, aren't they? <laughs> Huge, massive, yeah. To be fair, Dan, uh, Dan recently taught me to mix vinyl actually. That was nice of him. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. And the other day, actually, I was mixing for a bit. I was mixing vinyl to vinyl, and it was actually some of them were good, actually. <laughs> Albeit it was all kind of the same genre, so you know. But um, it was uh, it's so much nicer though. I think like I was doing it, and like the whole time I'm occupied. I'm not just waiting around for the track to get in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're you're, you're, you're as soon as you like bring a track in, you're kind of getting the other one ready and finding the BPM and stuff. Not the BPM, but the speed. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's the BPM, Harry. What are you on about? Yeah, I guess they call it they call it pitch, don't they? You know, they call it pitch when it's not a digital, don't they? Pitch or oh, yeah. speed, but um, tempo. Yeah, I just think it's nice to like, be occupied. And then when you get it, and then you bring it back in, you're like, whoosh, and then what? <laughs> Literally, like, oh. you sound like you sound like that surfer guy, Harry. That, and I was like, whoop! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I do. <laughs> wow. Aiden, speaking of vinyl, you've. Uh, recently had a track pressed upon haven't you the misplaced yeah. uh, va thing yeah misplaced we had like a really really short run um pressing and so matt delicate who like runs misplaced um got about sure. it was four four art uh no four track four tracks and it was like five five because one of them was a collab and um kind of just was just was like hey guys do you want to put there uh, do you want to do like a really short run uh vinyl it was a more it's a play actually but um and we'll just yeah <laughs> happy it was great and it sold out really quick um which was yeah. fun <laughs> but yeah <laughs> That's um, sick, that, um oh carol oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um that, i think that arrives soon to be honest actually i haven't actually got it yet but that'll be really surreal when that does arrive <laughs> yeah is that your first track on vinyl then yeah yeah wow it was uh, that, 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 that literally was that's been a goal for a long time just to have it pressed on anything um yeah so now i've reached it i've got nothing else to do so i'm gonna quit <laughs> that, is a, that is a good goal I've, I've really wanted a track and vinyl for, for ages that's my next goal but unfortunately at the moment it's not a, it's not looking hopeful right now but we will <laughs> see in the future <laughs> oh Harry you're full of ambition it's, mate. Uh, I love it's it. hard to find the label pressing to vinyl at the moment though like there's a yeah. lot of new ones popping up like brand new labels who are just going vinyl only and like discovering them I feel like you've either got to live in the city they're from or like they've got to reach out to you pretty much do you know what I mean? Because there's labels who start like this year and their first release is all vinyl only and it's like, wow, how do you find these people? 
How do you? Yeah, there's, um, there's one in um, Manchester I've like got to know um, called Jerk It. I've released my connection EP um, with them, and they're they they like primarily like do vinyl. They've only had like um, obviously they've only had like one vinyl release, I think. But um, their plan is to like like keep going uh, with yeah. physical releases, uh, which is actually I've kind of found like if you if you want to go for physical, it's probably best like, to go with, like the really small. Um, labels like that you know like the startups um because obviously yeah. going for like the big ones it's just you're just setting yourself up to cry when they get yeah, rejected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no i think as well like it's it's good to um it's good it's good to get some uh traction and support for these smaller labels anyway i think yeah. it's so much more beneficial especially when it's like a like a starting upcoming label if yeah. you kind of end up growing with the label i think that's really rewarding in itself anyway so yeah I think it's uh, definitely worth supporting the, the the smaller little labels. What, what about you, Harry? Obviously, Ada mentioned this label. Have you got any uh, little little small labels you got your eye on at the moment that you've been um, paying attention to? Oh, so there's some labels that I really like. Let me just have a little look. Like, obviously, I love. Um, they're not that small, actually. Well, they are kind of are, but like Kalahari Oyster Cult, Aiden knows them. They're uh, they're I love them. All their stuff's so good. Yeah. Um, there's also a label I found yesterday, a little one. What is it called? Where is it? Uh, it's called like it's called like Yaji, Y A J I, and it's like it's kind of like funky, like minimal tech house kind of vibe. But it's from Japan, and it's okay. um, yeah. I don't know how the hell I came across this, but it's from Japan, and it's just really cool. And uh, you've been you've been digging deep on the YouTube algorithms, <laughs> my friend. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, I think I found a song <laughs> in a mix, and then obviously it just spiraled from there, and. I was happy to see that it was only like 10 quid on Discogs, which is lovely pricing, not like bloody 50 quid or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you find those really like sick tracks and you're like, oh my God, this is so sick. And then you go on Discogs, like, I'm going to snatch this up. Yeah, yeah. And it's like 70 quid and you're like, no. I, I did that last week and I literally went on to it. And I was like, oh yeah, this is sick. And um, when I went to Discogs, it was like 100 and something quid. I was like, okay. It's just because okay. they're like, there's only like one of them to scale. It's so annoying. Yeah. Thing is though, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the same with you boys, but um, for some reason, when when a vinyl's that expensive, you are still like so close to to getting it, yeah. even though you know you haven't got that money. Like so if yeah. if I bought a seventy quid round in a in a nightclub, yeah, I'd I'd be so disappointed in myself. But then for some reason, you see like a seventy pound record, you're like, oh yeah, that's a still. I think it's because you know <laughs> it could come up cheaper sometime. Do you know what I mean? It's because you know that. Um, because say there's two for sale, one's for fifty, one's for uh, sixty. Like in your head, you're like, oh, but it could be cheaper in the future. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's like the price is not fixed, so I don't know. I think that's a bit weird. Because you could buy it for like seventy quid, and then they do a repress like mm. a day later, and then there's like loads available, and you're like, fuck. That's literally what's just happened to me. Like I'm not like a <laughs> shark or anything, but I was just like, there <laughs> was just like one um, record I got like. And it was literally just about to go out of stock and I got it like and it went out of stock and then on um Discogs it went up to like 30, 40 quid. And then yesterday I saw there's a repress, so I'm just like, well fuck. So <laughs> to be fair though, the, the original press is always worth a bit more anyway. But yeah, I mean it, is, it depends yeah. if the It's like it's like books, isn't it? You know, like the first editions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Is it what's the oh, most money you've spent on one uh record? <laughs> record. One record. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um oh i think it was like i think it has been about 65 quid oh. <laughs> oh. 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 
between 50 to 65 i think i can't really remember the actual price but it was around there which one um, which one was it do you remember it was um massive attacks mezzanine album which is like my favorite album and um, some i forgot why it was so expensive but i think it was like i think it was one of the first pressings and it has um an extra track on it um that isn't on the normal one and i got that when i was like 15 i was like buzzing my tits off when i got it i was like <laughs> <laughs> is it like an album to be fair at least yeah at least it yeah. was an album yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true I mean, I mean they're like 25 30 quid anyway so it's not yeah. the worst is it yeah. I think the most I spent I spent 30 quid on one um, and that was I, I just felt horrible buying it I was like fuck <laughs> like it was only like a four track EV as well and I was like fuck. did you have like the morning after like the, the walk of shame no, mate, away from your laptop I had the opposite morning. I had like two weeks before of just contemplating it <laughs> I was just like, do I I would, it? Do I'd I never not? play it. I'd never play it. I'd get it home. I'd just play it. I do not want to scratch this at all. Yeah. And then, <laughs> if I did scratch it, I would actually cry. Like, Yeah, but you want to get your money's worth, don't you? Yeah. So, you know, just get out cry. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a toy if you can't play with it. It's like, no. the, the only reason the ones that in my basket are expensive is because there's like one for sale. I feel like if, there's obviously, I've, mm. like normal economics, if there's more, it will be less. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> coming through the maths sorry the maths <laughs> god wow I am um, I I've actually had one in my basket for ages that I could never commit to I, I don't know if you boys know this tune it's called try me by helium has anyone heard this no, tune before um I, I feel like you you might recognize it if you listen to it but yeah. it's um it's there's always only like two copies and they're from like Germany or something and they're yeah. like 90 pounds and I just I've, I've had it sat there I've just been like, oh, I I've want played, it so I've, bad, but I can't do it. I can't do it to myself. I made myself like this wish list over quarantine, like of like records I wanted, and I was like, you know, when you like get to it, it's like, no, I can't. I don't, I'll get that later. And it's just, it's just amassed into this like eighty, eighty records in this list. I'm like, I'm never gonna get these. <laughs> <laughs> you look back and you're like, I don't even remember what these tunes sound like. <laughs> Legit, yeah, I was like, what? But then I look at it, listen to it, like, what the fuck was I on when I was listening? Because this is dreadful. Like, I was going to spend money on this. But... <laughs> I think yeah, mate, like, I it was like that. some like hard dance or something. I was like, at the time, wow. I was like, oh, this is quite cool. And I went back to it a few months ago. Like, actually, what the hell? That's that's fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's weird. Like you have moments where your taste changes depending on the moment. Yeah. That's how really. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. one day you'll be sat there and you'll be like, "Oh, this is a this is a weapon." You know, this is a nice little groovy one. And then one day you'll be like, "I'm not into that. I want to listen to something else." I think that's just. Yeah. I think that's just how it is. Like, I think one day you want to listen to something. One day you listen to a completely different genre. I think it's the beauty of impulse, mate, isn't it? Yeah. It's the uh, <laughs> <laughs> impulse has a bad effect on the human being, I think, and uh, I've definitely been a culprit to uh, just doing stuff completely out of impulse and be like, oh no. <laughs> Right, let's uh, let's let's bring it back to some uh, some Aiden questions because <laughs> we, we we don't we don't want to lose you, Aiden. We don't want to lose you here. We want to keep you in mind during this potty, of course. So, I've uh, a question that I've been I've actually been quite excited to speak to you about because I don't feel okay. like I've been able to uh, chat to chat to anyone else in, exactly in the degree of what this is. <laughs> I know exactly what this is in the degree of knowledge. Oh my god, um, I. I would, I would love to speak to you about the the queer dance culture that you oh, know yeah. and that you've been surrounded by. Oh yeah, and just the, the just the club culture in general. Um, 
from from yourself um, in the scene, really, I suppose. Well, yeah. So I'd kind of what, what the one what queer scene up in Manchester or like in general. This, um... Well, just just your personal experience, really. I suppose if if that is kind of around Manchester, then um, yeah. yeah. What, what, whatever you feel like talking about, mate. <laughs> I'm going to go off on one then. Um, yeah, I didn't actually like discover like the queer raving scene until like, probably like start of last year. Um, and I, I literally haven't gone back to like, like you know, other raves or anything like that. Because before and like when I moved to uni, I was just like making music. I, was just, I didn't actually have like an agenda of what I was making. So, but then I just got caught up in the whole tech house wave thing. That, that happened that just I ignore that ever happened um so you go to those sort of raves and you know what that you know what those sort of the crowds like at those places like it's oh yeah it's just meatheads and <laughs> just, just, <laughs> it really is i remember just trying so hard just to fit in i was just like i hate this with a passion why do i do this um but yeah but then i just kind of like i didn't actually know the query like queer raving scene existed sort of thing um yeah. I think it was like uh, then I got into like Eris Drew and Oxa Oxa, um, who mm. are like they are like my favorite DJs of all time. Like I love them so much. Um, yeah, bag that. Like and then I remember just like once they were in, they were coming to Manchester, um, Oxa Oxa was doing like a live set. I think. Um, I remember just like like oh my god like like she's gonna come here like oh my this that's <laughs> insane. Um, so that's how I kind of got into it, and then I kind of made more like you know like gay gay mates and stuff like because I, I didn't actually have i literally had none when i moved here um so then i started then they started like taking me to like places like kiss me again which is like a soup kitchen uh, in manchester um high hoops homo electrics another one high um, hoops i, sw- I hoops. recognize that yeah you, you probably will yeah because they're, they're quite active and like um on social media and stuff and they do yeah they've got gigs. a soundcloud page aren't they yeah I yeah and they do like a I think it's like a monthly mix they do yeah um, yeah yeah they're sick, they're sick. but yeah they they just start going to those sort of uh places and they're like really the, the venues are like proper like you know dodgy looking there's like the white hotel <laughs> uh in manchester um which is an old car garage and it's about the size of like it's literally just it's tiny it's really small and then it's in the middle of like um of an industrial state like north of manchester near strange ways prison so there's no no one lives there it's like a dodgy looking uh, um, <laughs> industrial estate and it's just this rave den it's just it's beautiful i love it uh, <laughs> there's, like, there's no pretense to it at all like there's like just one there's like i think there's like one or two strobe lights inside and then the dj's in a cage it's just pitch yeah. black you can just switch off and just not you know you, there's no like um you know how uh, some raves it's like people are like really showy sort of thing like, like poses, about. Oh, too often like poses, yeah. yeah yeah and you go there and there's like literally none of that well you know it's just i love it um everyone's everyone's really lovely there as well there's like hardly any trouble or anything like that it's 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 really such an, an accepting and like open um space these sort of like nights uh like i meant the ones i mentioned yeah uh, so it's like mm. open to it's open to all um yeah there's like some are kind of like invite only because it's like um one of them's called like freak and it, it's kind of like an invite only thing and you need to kind of like um find it to be invited sort of thing um yeah. on, online um and it's kind of just one of their it freaks kind of like it focuses on like like i don't know, like expression like you know sexual expression whatever like sort of being free in yourself that's how i see it anyway it's like it's yeah. it's 
it's really really cool um it's how raven should be it shouldn't be like the whole you know um over commercialized like shite that you see it's like it, <laughs> yeah um and it's obviously it's not just for like queer people it's for like allies as well that like you know it, it can you know are, are accepting of it because yeah i can't imagine like if you're not used to like seeing people just like dance around naked then it's going to be a bit weird but it, <laughs> it's like one of them places it's, it's it's really it's really cool it's not just about that obviously um but yeah that's my experience here it's it's i, I don't like going around anywhere else anymore you know like um obviously i've got like warehouse project because that's like it's warehouse project like you've got to go to that um yeah you can't yeah <laughs> um but if it's like any other night that I kind of if I don't if I don't feel like comfortable in the crowd, then I, I probably won't go. If that makes sense. If it's like a yeah. head crowd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is just, it's a shame, but yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think that's a shame at all. I think um, obviously I I think a lot of the 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 real advantage of these kind of spaces where you can just express yourself in whatever way you feel like you can is just mm. a positive mindset and i feel like you you have real uh community surrounding those areas but, so yeah I there is when you, i think um when he said that it's a shame i think it's more of the fact that um like say there was an event uh and they booked someone that i don't know say aiden really liked and he wanted to go but the crowd that he knew he knows the club is known for his fucking annoying what's the word yeah What's the word? Uh, toxic masculinity, masculinity crowd. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> then, then there'll be a, he'll be like less inclined to go because he knows he's gonna. He might feel uncomfortable, even though it's the act he wants to see, which is why it's quite. I can imagine. Yeah, it, I can imagine it being quite yeah, annoying because yeah. it's like, oh, I'm like, I'm gonna go to this party. Oh, but my ex is going and she cheated on me. Do you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> so kind, of, kind of like that. You want to go to this party because it's your mate's party, but someone's going who you don't like. And you're like, fuck, I can't see them. Yeah, because it's like... It, <laughs> is that a good, it, that a good it, metaphor? <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Because it, it's not just like my personal experience either. It's like that that situation you just said, like say if like um, a promoter books a DJ that someone, you know, that someone likes, but it's at a venue that's kind of, um, like you said, a bit toxic masculinity, like, you know, that sort of scene, that area. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the reason like I think like the queer spaces are really needed Um in, in the rate like in the rave scene is particularly is because like you know trans and non-binary people don't t- particularly feel comfortable like expressing themselves in like these sort of clubs where it's like really toxic masculinity you know what i mean that that sort yeah. of places so it's like that that's why it's kind of a shame sometimes because you know say if you know say for someone who was like trans non-binary and they wanted to go see this dj but it's a, a place where they don't feel comfortable it's a shame because like they're missing out on seeing um yeah they love and also you know someone that inspires them so i think that's why like queer spaces are like are really needed and that's why i feel comfortable going to them as well just because like again you can just just express yourself a lot <laughs> a lot more i can't really ex- it, like describe it in words but like you have to be there to kind of understand it's a yeah. completely different vibe um, yeah. Like, oh well, Aiden, mate. I'd um, if, if we ever come up to Manchester, I would, do, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would, I would love you to uh, show us the ropes. <laughs> I'd, be, uh, <laughs> I'd be very interested to just get. I, I don't know. I want to say just get involved in that kind of scene a bit more, just because mm. I, I just love the the concept of no one judging 
anyone yeah. based on yeah. absolutely anything. That that to me just sounds like the, the best place to be. And if you combine that with raving and music, then yeah. you know it's a the, the parties are wild. A dream. Yeah, yeah, there are. It's, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so weird to me. Like, I think imagine you're in a club because this does happen, doesn't it? You're in a club and you're like ha- you're having a great time and you're like literally dancing your socks off in a really weird way, just like losing yourself. And then there's people there just literally giving it the floppy hand, looking at you like, what a weirdo. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. the floppy no, hand. Yeah, like, everyone knows the floppy hand. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you're there. They think you're a weirdo because you're literally having the time of your life. When yeah. a club is meant to be, well, a rave is meant to be a place where you kind of, you know, let and forget about everyone else, have a good time. And that's kind of anno- annoyingly what a lot of uh, events have turned into is, is yeah. you're a weirdo if you are dancing. It's like Literally, if you yeah. smile at someone on the street, you're a freak. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's. It, I've had them because when I go to raves, I like dance like a like. I just let go. Like it's it's a spectacle if you ever get to yeah. watch it. I, I, I feel like, <laughs> I've got me and Dan do that as well. Yeah. We're in a club, we'll do some stupid ass dancing. It's like I'm all over the place, but I love it. But if I did that in like a, a predominantly like straight crowd, I I don't know. Like I, it's happened before, and like people obviously people are kind of the guy. People are kind of ex, uh, accepting of it, but it's just still a bit awkward sometimes because then people just i don't know they just don't understand it a bit like the whole point of raving yeah. like the people just stood about um jaws completely on the floor because they just do copious which is, amounts of which to be fair like if you are if, if you like raving but you don't really feel comfortable dancing you just want to stand there and enjoy the music that's fair yeah. but don't then judge people for dancing exactly. weirdly not weirdly yeah. but you know what i mean yeah <laughs> you know what i mean don't don't judge people dancing weirdly <laughs> yeah. god no i i agree i i think um just just yeah it's just the it, it sounds so raw and um yeah I, I think when 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 you surround yourself with people who also have the mindset of they really don't give a shit like how they look and they just want to let loose i that i think naturally it would encourage you to do the same. Yeah. I think, which mm. is another re- great reason why um, these kind of places are so important in the UK. I, I mean, do you, obviously your, I'm, I'm assuming your main kind of experience of this is in Manchester, Aiden, but have you ever yeah. been to any um, spaces in the uh, elsewhere in the UK that you've experienced anything like this? Or? Yeah, it, it was, what not, was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. Um, I went to go see um, now called the Blessed Madonna doing. Um, she did like this big. Uh, what uh, did this big rave at like Walthamstow Hall um, in like I think it's in North London. I can't can't remember, but um, that was like a um, her we like uh, we still believe night. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Had like it was it was just like this huge like hall, and it was like this. It was like it felt just like really once again it felt raw. It felt like proper. It was nice, um, and there was like a similar crowd about. Uh, it was a really good lineup as well. Um, that's when I first saw Eris Drew live as well. Um, completely lost my shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that that I think that was another experience which I look back fondly at because it was just again, it was just like the crowd was so full of love, just like yeah. really open. Um, you felt safe, which is good. That's like what you want. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's yeah. That's the only place um, outside of Manchester that I've um, experienced. Uh, sort of I was like just queer. gonna just gonna say. Um, I, I think I spoke to you about this ages ago, Aiden. But there's a place. I think it's in Manchester where Peach did her boiler room, uh, the White House or something. Was it called the White House? Uh, yeah, the, the place I mentioned earlier, the White Hotel. White Hotel. That's yeah, it. That's uh, it yeah. You've been there before. 
yeah so that's yeah yeah that's um where i mainly go uh there oh. and it's hidden and um, that's around the corner <laughs> from oh, that wow. um which is like three stories i think um and that's that's also really good really good venue as well it's like a, a yeah, i feel like just just from chatting to you about just from chatting to you about this i feel like the the manchester scene itself is so underrated <laughs> just because the fact the fact that there's so many there's so much choice of like queer spaces you can go to let alone like you know really really decent events and stuff like that yeah. there's there just seems to be so much happening oh yeah definitely. yeah it's it's I think a lot, yeah, a lot of people do say that when they come here, it's like we didn't realize how much is actually going on, um, because it's like obviously you get all like the the big DJs on the sur- you know on the surface like doing all that commercial stuff, but then like if you really dig deeper, you find like all the um, the other like the smaller little events that uh, that are run, um, and there's like absolute loads going on, um, and it's like it is it's it's like a little secret that um, yeah. you do find it's really nice, it, it's great, yeah. Do you, um, uh, just on staying on this topic, I wanted to ask you, Aiden, personally, if you think, um, do you, do you still think that there's enough of this stuff happening in the scene in the UK or do you think there could be more of it around? There is, I think there's, it's, I think now it's the, what was it? I like, I remember seeing something like, like an article that really highlighted this in the uk that it's no longer gay clubbing it's queer raving sort of thing that, that thing that's really yeah, up, yeah, yeah. really rising up um and i think it, it's getting there like it you know these spaces are opening up and more of these like events are opening up because everything before that was just get i, f- I feel i was like quite stale and like some mm. some things are still quite stale and i think yeah this this under undercurrent you know um like queer ravens like really kind of moving things forward like in a really really interesting way um because it's i went to homer block last year at wales project and normally wales project is you know it's just like rave like strobe lights lights all that sort of jazz and you just you know you you go crazy to like techno whatever um but homer block incorporated so much of like queer culture which i absolutely love like it was my honestly the best raving experience i've ever had um i, t- I tell everyone about it. it it was insane it was like they incorporated all like you know dj like queer djs and um stuff like that and then they had like um drag queens about they had like proper vogue dancers um and they had like all the all this sort of stuff going on it was like um, really it was just like a big melting pot of um <laughs> thing it, it was just yeah they're gonna do another one um well, maybe not this year, but um, next year, um, I hope. Uh, and it's yeah. If it, if you do see it, then just go to it because it, it is a it's a really really fun like um, event. Yeah, count me in. Sounds great. Yeah. What's weird to me is there's th- this stuff has probably existed what since the realistically since the seventies, I suppose. Yeah. Um, didn't, didn't it start throughout from queer culture? Basically, oh yeah, without question. Much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, queer culture, black culture, Latino culture. Um, I, I think in general, um, just, just a lot of people who didn't feel like they had a place and, um, you know, the fact that there's still, this scene is still growing in the underground Mm. and it's still having just as much of an impact without a lot of people realizing, um, how much an impact it has, but it's still, you know, such an important and crucial part of the the UK dance scene that I think a lot of people really do look over. 
yeah. um, at the moment. Speaking of like queer culture and, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, Keith Herring? You know Keith oh, Herring? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got a tattoo the other day of uh, some of his art. Oh, you're a sore in your leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, 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 mate, I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's. I, I suppose that's uh, something new that's happened to you, Harry. You got a tattoo now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Know. Guys, I've got a tattoo. Um, I haven't really posted <laughs> it anywhere uh, um, because it's a bit of an annoying one. You can't really take a nice picture of the tattoo that goes all the way around your leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I want the whole. Also, like, have, have you reshaved your legs yet, Harry? Or you're, are you still getting through the stubble? No, it's um. So basically, they shaved most of it off, like where the tattoo is. And I was like, fuck it, I can't, I can't go around walking like this, like a pillock. So, uh, <laughs> so I just shaved the rest, all my legs. So I've got like really nice legs, but they are growing back a bit, so it's kind of disgusting. I've got like this really like kind of a half long hair on my legs <laughs> compared to my. You're a spike. You're a spiky man these I'm days. I'm a spiky Harry. man, it's... mate, and I don't like it. I miss my hair on my legs. But um, but yeah, I thought I'd just add that into there. Speaking of like quick culture and stuff. In my darkness. One true light. And we're back. Yes, we are. We're back again. <laughs> back again. Um, this is the uh, the lovely new segment of the show we like to call Straight in My Basket. It's not that new anymore, is it? <laughs> no, it's a few weeks old now. But yeah. for the for the new listeners, this is uh, the new segment of the show <laughs> called, <laughs> called Straight in My Basket. Yeah. And uh, this is the part of the show where we all individually choose a track that we've been digging recently. Yeah. Can be uh, can be any genre, can be anything we like, yeah. really. And uh, we're all going to take a listen together and delve into the logistics of the tune yeah and uh god i think as always uh guest first <laughs> that was an awkward pause i don't know why i paused <laughs> yeah let's let's try so and as always guest first <laughs> right what have you got for us aiden mate what have you got for us so the tune i like at the moment is um blissink hacking the planet it's like they've just released um this new EP. Um, I'm a massive fan of their first one, uh, Radiant of Radiant Reality, it was called. And uh, yeah. this has just been released and it's just right up my street. Um, it's beautiful. Wait, Radiant Reality? There's not one called... Um, their first EP was called Radiant Reality. Oh, right. Yeah. Harry, tune your ears in, mate. Come on, man. Come on. Right, so yeah, <laughs> I've actually heard this and it's sick. <laughs> okay, right. Let's... Uh... Let's delve deep into uh, Bliss Inc. Hacking the Planet on Radiant Love.
So that was uh, Aiden's choice, and uh, I will say a very defi- divine, divine, <laughs> a very divine choice indeed. That was Bliss Inc. Hacking the Planet, and my God, what a corker! Yeah, it's, uh, it's hot. That one. <laughs> it's hot stuff. Hot stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've we've literally um, we've all been reading. Well, I, I don't know if you have Harry, but we've been reading the um, the description the guy wrote on the the Bandcamp album. And um, I just love the stuff he says about it. <laughs> just, yeah. he's, um, he just said, um, what keeps hacking the planet from falling into pure nostalgia is its tuning. The palette of 1994 has been lifted and run through a delicate sensibility. Wow. wow. How the hell would you like that? <laughs> I know. This man. This man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a... Uh, really really big fan of this this is um definitely something that i don't have a lot of on my usb i know you you boys probably have a lot more of this shit on usb than me yeah. um, but um as it comes to appreciation this is like top notch stuff mm. um uh it is just like you would not think this was released today whatsoever no in the best possible way it's like, I, I, yeah. like start playing more of that stuff in the sets recently and it's just like yeah. It's brilliant. It just works with like a lot of a lot of stuff. It's well. probably a clubby one as well. Probably clubby yeah. fucking peak time fucking taps off. You say pink peak time, but I think this track is pretty much made for anything. Like this could be an opener, this could be like a peak time, this could be like a Mate, if you're playing that to open a set morning after I don't, this, I don't know, man. I I I think this this tune fits anywhere. It's just such a yeah. such a nice tune. Yeah, definitely. Is it, oh, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna check these guys out after this. I've literally either way. Yeah, check the first EP out as well. That's um, ah, oh, that's sick. That's my favorite. What FFR's one? Uh, no, the Radiant Reality EP that Blissing right. released. FFR is sick though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome stuff. Go next yeah. time? Wait, hang on. We need uh, we need this noise for that tune. <laughs> yeah, would you believe it? I've actually actually added to my band camp basket, so <laughs> Yep. Yeah, straight in our straight in our baskets, which is uh what we hope for with these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Harry, do you wanna do you wanna go next, um, mate? Do you wanna go next? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this one. Uh, I actually bought it on vinyl uh about two days ago. Uh on oh, Discord. Yeah, bought this along with another one. Bit of retail therapy, you know. Uh, and it's on, it's not a, it's, I don't know if it's like a new label or not. I just, I think I found it in a mix and then I was just like, yeah, I'm having this. Um, and yeah, it's called Time Serves No One and it's by NL, actually, it's, I think that's the label, NL110. Uh, I think it's by Agility and it's called Time Serves No One. But yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of like, I feel like today again, we're going to have another session of really like, a good set of tracks where like one was like quite upbeat this one is like in the middle and then yours might be different dan but this one is like yeah you got mine yet mate this is like (laughs) um this is i don't know it's more like kind of just deep house it's nice but yeah uh this is time serves no one by agility or nl110 i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure yeah let's uh let's take a listen shall we Thank you. 
Okay, so that was Time Serves No One. And it was by NL110. And I think it actually was by them. That's the artist's name, I'm pretty sure. NL110, which is uh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, but yeah that's on a, choices. on a label called No Hands, <laughs> which has got some awesome releases. So definitely go check it out. So uh, if you're a fan of uh, DJ Central and CK, uh, a man-made DJ, then you'll probably be right up the street. So yeah, check it out. And uh, yeah. yeah, what do you think, boys? I love that. Yeah, like again, simplistic stuff. Like, like what we were just talking about then, like when you're actually making a tune, you're like, oh, how do I make it sound better? You just add more and yeah. more and you make it worse. But yeah, that I really <laughs> like that. Yeah, good, good, a, yeah, good to open um, set with. Like most things yeah. on No Hands, it's like good openers. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan of this one, Harry. Cheers, mate. It's um, I, I, we were also saying like, there's still a really solid groove on it, even though all of the like the the percussion is really like sporadic. Yeah, it's kind of like spread out everywhere. There's some on the left, some on the right, and it's like kind of just one shots in a weird way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, all of the sounds, like, they're separate, but then they all link together and work mm. really nicely. But it, it leaves very, this uh, nice space in the middle for the synth to kind of float around. Yeah, it's it's a choice that I'd never consider making in one of my own songs, but um, maybe that's uh, something I need to try in the future. Maybe it's going to have a bit of fun now when you experiment with some sporadic panning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Two years later, I'm making like experimental drone music and it's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you're loving it. So <laughs> yeah, we're loving it. Oh, God. But yeah, uh, thanks for taking time to listen to that guys. Um, <laughs> um, our, ple- our pleasure, yeah. Harry, mate. But yeah, Dan, onto, onto you, my friend, what have you got? Right. So um, this tune, I discovered the, so, so there's two parts of this song. I, I chose part two after I found the first part. I found the first part from a X Coast mix. Um, I can't remember what mix, but um, I just really liked the the vocal in it. And then I found the part two of it, and I was even more keen. And this is um, by a guy called Trevor Rockcliffe. Ooh. And I've actually been spending quite a bit of today listening to him. And he's got a... He's got an essential mix from 2000 and it's really like, like it's, it's, you can tell it's early noughties, but it's really like pumping, I suppose techno. I want to say like, Oh, yeah, Dan's playing say a techno, like techno track, everyone. Guys. No, 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 no. This is more like, this is more like floor plan kind of stuff oh, than techno okay. kind oh, of cool. stuff. But that, that all links in, yeah. doesn't it? Um, but yeah, this tune is by Trevor Rockcliffe. It is called A Sound Called House part two is this the one that and... goes sorry you carry on <laughs> no do it i want to see what you say, think. It, <laughs> how's it going is the one that goes i want to tell you a little story about house house no. what house <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs>
Right, so that was a sound called house part number two by it, part number two isn't grammatically correct, is it? But let's just say part number two <laughs> by um, Tre- Trevor Rockcliffe. So, what, what did you boys think of that? Yeah, one? mate, I liked it a lot. It was uh, it reminded me of just going out, to be honest with you, because it was oh god, it was probably like it was very. Although we said the kick wasn't that in your face, it was very peak time, I think. And it reminded me of like floor plan and stuff like that. And like, I can imagine that mm. being played in like a massive warehouse, to be honest with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, yeah. That reminded me of um, like um, when I was like younger listening to like Daft Punk mixes and like their essential mix. They play like stuff like that. Had that like same vibe with like kind of a weak kick, but like it still had like that, that drive in it. It was, it was proper nice. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. And we um we were saying during the break that there's like this this kind of wub wub synth <laughs> that comes in about halfway through the song that just like completely adds so much energy to the tune. Um, yeah, that, yeah, I'm a massive fan of this song and also a massive fan of um, Tre- Trevor Rockcliffe. So I'm I'm gonna keep looking into this guy because I'm probably gonna find some uh, some heat, <laughs> some heat. <laughs> some heat. <laughs> Go check out Trevor Rockliffe, everyone. Yeah, baby. Can we get a um, ching? Always. We didn't even get me. Hey, we didn't even get me one. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, and for Harry's tune. Yeah, and for your tune uh, at what? home. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been joining along with the game. Can't <laughs> you? <laughs> and uh, of course, once again, for Harry's tune, we don't want anyone feeling missed out. Oh, but now he's got two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boo hoo, Harry! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Wow, I enjoyed that. They were that was a good mix of tunes once again. Yeah. Stuff. I loved it. Yeah. And um, I love that round. Th- to be honest, I've um, I haven't been too great recently about actually um, digging that much for music. Yeah. So I I always love this segment of the week when we get to do this, and then it gives me a a new um, what's the word? Where, where you you find a oh, gold mine, new gold mine of music. <laughs> it's, it's nice. <laughs> What's that word where you find gold? Because like you find those new tunes, and then you get you don't you, you get to show people usually by playing them. But this is nice to just come and uh, show you a snippet of what I've been looking at recently. You know, it's nice. Yeah, show the world what I found and what I found on my dig. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I've got something that can kind of tie in a little bit. So you know, you're talking about that synth over the top of that uh, kind of disco edit tune that you played. Dan. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Well, yes. speaking of Sims, I just wanted to speak about some Sims because since we're a music podcast, <laughs> and we need to speak about some more music stuff. Um, Aiden, I know you've got a Korg Minilog. Is it a Minilog? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Minilog. Mine. He's been he's been using binoculars to look for your window by the sound of Aiden. <laughs> I see oh. you've been using Korg Minilog at exactly one pm, but uh... <laughs> but yeah, I see, I see you've been uh, using that. And I know uh, Dan's a fan of hardware, and obviously you want to get some more and stuff like that. Um, yes. We, like, how good is that thing that you've got? How good is the middle? Because <laughs> I really, I really want one. And how much do you integrate into your production? <laughs> that was that was so untechnical, Harry. Yeah, I'm so yeah, sorry. I, I, I kind of just, as soon as I uh, mentioned middle log, I was just like, you know what? That's enough technical words. How good is it? <laughs> um, I I love it. So like, I'm not like. When it comes to like synthesis, I'm not like a big nerdy, you know, I don't know everything about them as long as it makes yeah. a cool stuff. I'm, I'm I'm cool with it. Um I love it. I've had it for like <laughs> three years now, I think. Um wow. and I use it in pretty much everything, like um using connection, cascade, particularly cascade, like pretty much everything in cascade is um minilog. 
um dreaming as well what else pretty much everything i use in everything um yeah. in some way um and that tune oh, i sent it to you a while ago harry to uh, you know opulence it's called it's unreleased uh, one. the one that's getting is it the one that's getting signed no that one's not getting that's going somewhere else um for the time being um, oh, what was the one that you sent me and i played at the end of the mix and it's getting signed to someone we can't mention yet oh, i'll generate there you go. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's the one that, that you can't that. mention. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little story about that, guys. At home, it's quite an inspiring story. He even sent me a tune. I thought it was really sick. I was like, "Can I play it?" He was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> so I played it in a mix, and then the guys who I did the mix for were like, "Yo, I like this." Yeah, this uh, yeah, 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 it's going. Well, I can't. It. Can't yeah, say no. Away. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it. it's coming out soon. <laughs> wow. Uh, Good. Yeah. yeah, that's getting so, um, you... oh. 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 <laughs> oh, oh. We like, oh. That's never that's never happened to that extent before. That's <laughs> um, sorry, carry on. What's coming oh. out where? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. It's called Cloud Generator. It's gonna come out uh, in a few weeks on Tesla on like this um little compilation thing sick but sick. yeah without sick, sick, sick. you it would have stuck in my uh unreleased folder for like eight <laughs> i would have bought it off you mate i would have released it as mine <laughs> edm ghost producer, EDM ghost producer. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah i was going to ask you you know do you use the mini log for like is it just like stab sounds and like uh melodies or do you use it for like sequences and stuff so I can, I can just run you through my whole process if you want. Um, yep. Yeah, like the Korg Minilog, I use that for like a lot of lead synths. Um, so like Cascade, for example, there's a lot going on with like little synth plucks and things going on. Yeah. That's just the Minilog. Um, all my pad sounds, I use kind of a mixture. I use uh, oh, I? the Jupiter. Yeah, the Jupiter. Um, that's on the Roland Cloud. Um, yeah thing uh and also the <laughs> thing <laughs> um uh, monopoly as well uh, the vst version uh for pads What's that? um oh, it's like a classic sin it's really really sick if you want to check it out it's like i i use it all the time now um it's really cool for like pad sounds and like sequences and stuff um wow. but yeah that's what i use for my sounds and then i use um a fl studio native um uh, VST for like pads as well, uh, called Toxic Biohazard. <laughs> I'm, not, wow. I'm not even ashamed to like say that because <laughs> it's, it's sick when you get to, um, get, get to learn it. But yeah, <laughs> Toxic Biohazard. Yeah, it sounds like proper shit, doesn't it? But when you oh, get to use it, cool. it's got some. Good, it's got some like good like trancey sounds in it. Um, yeah. But I think it's mainly used for like EDM and shit like that. So. <laughs> Wow. Everybody fucking <laughs> Ultra music. Put your hands in the air. It's Paris Hilton. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, like, if I was a promoter, I would definitely book like Paris Hilton. It's like my my goal to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you need you need a lot of money for that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, how much she, how much did she say she was? Like a million a million for an hour. Yeah. You've got some decks, we've got a podcast. Yeah. I think she'll be interested. <laughs> I, 
and <clears throat> she's got losing it on her USB. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go to say something serious, you guys burst out laughing. <laughs> um, I was going to uh, go mention you said about FL Studio. Are you? Have you made the transition yet, or are so, you still hibernating in the FL? I'm kind of like hibernating, but um, I'm like <laughs> hibernating, hibernating <laughs> over in FL Studio land. No, I'm like, I've got loads of projects on my old laptop that I'm finishing up on FL. And then like I bought a Mac recently. Um, yeah. I tried FL on the Mac and I absolutely hated it. So then I uh, got Ableton and I got a trial. Can I get a cha-ching? Do you want a cha-ching for Ableton? bought it. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not quite yet. So I got the trial and then I was, was going to buy it and then I, had to, I, I was moving flat and then I, I had to use my money for that. So, uh, yeah, but nice. yeah, I am going to buy it very soon because I did, I preferred it um, the workflow like a lot better to FL which is kind of a shame because I've used FL for like 10 years now. Oh, <laughs> but, that's sad. Oh, no. When you, um, <laughs> when you're using Ableton, do you use it in session view or arrangement view that you find uh, it better? Arrangement view because I was yeah. kind of used to that. Yeah. Um, but it yeah. Pops, yeah, it was so tricky at first, like getting a hold of it. Like, because there's one thing, because when you have like all your, um, like your, your patterns in FL, if you, if you choose, if you like change one thing on one pattern, it changes the rest of them unless you make it unique. But on Ableton, like if you choose a pattern, it won't like change the rest of them. Um, that, that was something I, um, got stuck on. Um, but I did love it. Like the, the effects and uh, stuff on it is so much better than FL. Yeah. The yeah. stock plugins you get with it, I think, are very generous. I think they are good. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, I only I don't use many uh, like audio effect plugins. Uh, I know Dan's been delving into that. You've used quite a bit now, don't you? Actually, I see. Then <laughs> 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 <Season>, you're. <laughs> um, I I just at the moment I stick to the stock stuff. I need to kind of widen my palette on uh, audio effects, but I mean I don't have any money. So if there's any free ones that you guys know, I would love oh, to hear them. I've got a free one for you, which um oh wait let me think hmm. no because they don't have it it's a it's, i wanted i wanted to get it with my mac but it's uh windows only so if anyone listening wants a cool like delay plugin it's like um tal delay like t-a-e-l um they have oh you can you can get the t-a-l plugins on mac can you? Oh, yeah yeah, right. yeah i've got a few have you? i've got a few oh, shit. yeah yeah i've got the um said it was only uh windows but yeah that's my favorite like um like delay effects because it's just i don't know it's sick so, mm. is it that much of a difference from like Ableton stock delay to like a like a, a plug-in VA a VA? Yes, delay. Yes, the delays and reverbs you can really tell. Really, I think with Ableton, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. on the topic of reverbs as well, Valhalla have a free VST. Um, uh, well, uh, yeah. Reverb, reverb. Is it just reverb thing? Thing of a dig. <laughs> delay as well. Um. I've, I use H today from Waves, so I don't really touch. Oh, Val, um, oh, how the delay is 50 quid. Oh, no, the, the reverb, the reverb, not the delay. The reverb. Oh, reverb. The reverb. <laughs> reverb. Um, <laughs> if you, to be honest, if you, um, if you literally type into Google yeah. best free VSTs um, 2020, then you'll get loads of stuff that comes up. I, um, I actually found one, like, which I use all the time now. Um, it's a mini Moog it's like um emulator um and i forgot what it's called i think it's like called mini vogue or something like that you better work um 
yeah it's like <laughs> <laughs> the sounds on it are like really sick it's like um it's got some like it's more like got some like really like bicepy sounding stuff on it like the synth sounds like that um oh wow yeah cool. so um i use that quite a lot um which is cool there are some like mm. really good free vsts like i hardly use like paid ones but yeah, yeah. well it's, to be honest it's more about the sound than what you spend money on it yeah um i i mean that speaking of the tau stuff because the tau the um, Tau software have quite a few free plugins. So I, I actually use Tau Noisemaker on the reg quite a lot, and they also have this chorus which I think replicates the um, the chorus from the Juno 106. I think, oh, nice. yeah. but it, it sounds like you can tell the difference in sound when you use it compared to the um, the just stock Ableton chorus. It gives you a completely different kind of sound, and there's two different settings which you can turn on off, which is quite cool. Ooh. Really simple. So. Um, yeah, I would point people in the direction of that as well. Yeah, mate. Um, Juno 106 is a. Uh, I use that a lot for my pads and stuff. Yeah. Uh, on it's on the Rolling Cloud, but Rolling Cloud. Do you think 18 pound a month for it is worth it? Maybe? It's. Oh, it's okay. no. I'm going to say a reason. It's just coming from a technical perspective. Like <laughs> the way they've set it up is absolutely dog shit. Like it, the uh, the, the Rolling Cloud manages like abysmal and like the oh whole like God. my billing system keeps getting like cancelled every like few months and they haven't really answered why um but other than that like for what you get <laughs> the, product, the products are great but like the actual um whole like experience is dreadful but yeah, mm. yeah it's very it's that, that's probably why i've said yes because i i haven't actually got them but i just see what's on offer the actual, <laughs> so, the actual plugins themselves are bloody sick not they are good yeah. they are really good um After like, a while, the you... thing is I don't really get concerto. That much. I don't really get concerto. Yeah. Is it concerto? Yeah, it's. I, yeah. I don't know that one. Either. Like, I got, I got it. I was like, what do I do with this? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you add other things inside it. I think it's like massive. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. It's a weird one. Jungle is massive. <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I have massive, but I hardly even touch it. To be honest, I haven't used yeah. massive since I like, made Future House when I was like fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna lie aiden that might be a next uh, a nice segue into our, <laughs> our next topic because um one thing we uh we mentioned today was the idea of potentially sewing each other some really old music that we uh we made back in the day uh-huh. <laughs> there's probably gonna be quite a uh laugh Big old variety. I think this is going to be quite fun. Yeah, I've got. Do you reckon? I've got one track which will blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, Harry, if that's the case, mate, I want to hear it first. We're going to start with you. <laughs> okay. Um, you, got, I mean, you got you got a track to blow our minds away. Let's have it. Fuck. Uh, where is it? <laughs> it's called, it's Shit. It's called Can You? Can I what? Is it? Fuck. It's not here. Oh shit! Shit. Oh, there it is. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Before we li- before we listen, Harry, do you want to introduce it? Do you want to- <laughs> introduce it. Yeah, this, yeah. So yeah, guys, this is one of the first tracks I ever made on a program called LMMS, which is like a free version of FL Studio. It's like the base. It's like basically like Cinex and Music Movie Maker on music for your computer. Uh, but yeah, it's called it's called Can You, and it's by Harry Gibbons. <laughs> 
<laughs> it sounds like Craig David with some weird bassline. And any reason for the name "Can You"? Does it say it in the song or no, something? I don't or? know why it's called. I got a capital U, so "Can" in all lowercase and a capital U. Because <laughs> I was this is like before uni, Dan. That's a choice. I remember. I remember where I made it as well. God, it's embarrassing. But yeah, have you listened to it yet? I was like, ready? Are you ready to go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go. Three, two, one, go. <laughs> 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 Wait, wait for the key change. Oh my god. Anning, <laughs> <laughs> there's no EQ, there's nothing on this. Oh, this is so good. Philip George. Yes. Oh. I was literally like, fuck, Joey as well. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Mate, hey, where's the key change? It kills me. I can't wait. Dance, dance. Mate, I thought this was a hit. Still is, mate. Release it now, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Probably better than if I made in the last year, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, Harry, you've been you've been speaking to me about using that organ in your music now so much, and you haven't done it yet. So, yeah. Carl and Oak should be singing over this. Wait, the key change, guys. Oh, oof. Hey, 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 hey! I was really proud of this bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's how bad the snare roll is. Oh wow! Oh my god, it's so out. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mate, the key change is unbelievable. Oh, key change. I think it's now. That's all I'm waiting for is the key change. <laughs> there she is! Hey. I feel like Sorry, what are you saying? I feel like I'm in like some sort of like hell. I can't escape. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Alright. <laughs> I'm in some hell that I can't escape. This is better than any sort of groove track I've ever heard. <laughs> oh my god, man. It's not terrible. Not terrible at all. Nah, it's not. No. Oh my god, wait there. Oh, you're going back down, Key? Wait, there's it. Oh my god, go to four minutes, like right by the end. There's a little bit of an extra oof. Oh, <laughs> come on, yes! <laughs> What's going on there? Is that the end? I hope you enjoyed that. Dance. <laughs> Dance. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was uh, Can You by Harry Gibbons. Woo! 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 That was delightful. Yeah, that was uh, that was a journey. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> oh my god! Honestly, Aiden, you killed me by saying it's like you're, what did you say? So it's like you're in some hell that you can't escape from. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just imagine um, I was like sort of like some elevator, and I just it just wasn't moving. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, like, you're a producer oh out there, god. and you think it's. I don't want to get any better, trust me, it will get a little bit better.
<laughs> even just a little bit because that is my first ever track and I think I even followed like a tutorial for it and it still sounded shit <laughs> but yeah that was Can You by Harry Gibbons hope you enjoyed that one you can find it on all major retailers online and meet people and I can physical retailings yeah, uh, Dan do you want to volunteer to go next do you want um, what? I, I, yeah go on then keeping up with the uh, organ house theme I bet uh, this wasn't my, this wasn't my first first one but how, how good is it five years ago fucking hell artwork is kind of cool though I can already tell it's not going to be that bad because <laughs> you got artwork for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay oh yeah the art for, for a five years ago artwork this is alright you know oh thank you oh, nice one right are we, uh, we ready to press play yep peeps I'm going oh you still get this on the artist union shit come on <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can download it. Right. Oh, Dan, download yeah. it so you can put it in the thing. Oh, yeah. I'm not, well, I was going to download it anyway. I'm, I'm missing Just that download. download there. <laughs> this song is still gold two years ago. Right. Have, have we, are we press play yet? Yeah, no, not yet. I have. All right. I'm oh, going to press play I'm, I'm now. Mix. Oh, that's, that's an EDM. <laughs> that's an EDM clap when I hear hey, you're, oh. oh, you're stacking the views, Aiden. <laughs> yeah, jeez. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, there we go. Sounds pretty clean. <laughs> I can just hear yeah. like. <laughs> Come on, where's this? Oh my god, I thought it was going to be exactly the same bass line as mine then. Did you? <laughs> Did you? Is this like George? It is, isn't it? It's like peak 2015. <laughs> <laughs> you play this in Oceana. Let's go. Are you ready to jump, guys? <laughs> Southampton Uni! Let's go, freshers! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, freshers! <laughs> Make sure you grab your two for one drinks for the bar. This isn't actually like a bad song. I mean, I, I do cringe when I listen to it now, though. I mean, it, yeah, it's hella commercial and cringy, but it's hella commercial. It's not that. It's not like it sounds like it could be released in the fucking charts, mate. It's like a cringy tune. Oh, this sounds hey. something like. Like Aluna George and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's like Jonas Blue, this. Wait, you should Is tell it Jonas Blue? I'm sure. It's just like. Get on the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> EDM Ghost Producer. Devotion. Original Mix. Wait, Aiden, you've been in the game for long. Yeah. <laughs> Do you make this? Like, this well structured tune five years ago. Fuck me. Fair play, Aiden. How old are you? Thank you. I'm 23. Fuck, that's depressing. This <laughs> 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 ain't bad, man. Thank you. It's the oldest one. There's a lot of... Uh... This makes my song look absolutely fucking even worse than it already is. <laughs> <sighs> it's the oldest one I've got on my SoundCloud, anyway. 
Honestly, I went to my Google Drive. I went, I went back to like this. I went back to 2014. Jeez, six years ago. That was like my first time I ever even. That was the first time I even used the, the app. So fuck you guys. <laughs> yes. And live again. And live Friday. And Friday here. <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm the. Uh, I'm the. <laughs> Yeah. That wasn't as that wasn't like I mean it was pretty fucking like horrible, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't like, <laughs> it wasn't like it was mixed really well and it sounds like a tune that I could easily hear in Oceana. Oh yeah, it's, it's horrendous <laughs> to Yeah. I'm craving a I'm craving a Jaeger bomb and a um a VK now. Honestly, <laughs> that, I think you should make a Nevada called like Aiden Francois. And then Francois, just, yeah, yeah. Fuck <laughs> myself <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you, can make, you should sell that. You should become like a, a ghost producer. <laughs> ghost producer. Yeah, guys, that was Devotion by Aiden Francis. That was Aiden Francis. Devotion. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your thoughts on that, Dan? You know what? All in all, it's a really well-structured tune. Yeah. I mean, it's probably mixed better than my tunes now. <laughs> yeah, and Aiden, mate, you're stuck in the views here. Stuck in the views. 3,590. Wait, so one of us is the 3,600 listener, surely. I'll refresh it with me. <laughs> yeah. 41 yeah, reposts. Just move. There we go. <laughs> yeah, mate. This is this is good stuff. This is uh, damn fucking yeah. piss out of mine. <laughs> Give me Oceana vibes. I'm liking it. All right, Dan, uh, what's yours? <laughs> okay. So I've I've got a choice of two for you. Would you rather hear one that also came out five years ago? Or would you rather hear one that came out two years ago that I'm a bit more impressed with? Which is worse? <laughs> Do you want to hear the worst one? I, I don't want to hear two years ago. Fuck off. I want to hear the one five years ago. Okay, okay. Two okay. years ago. Two uh, years ago. So this is when I this is when I was just called Dan Parsons. All right. So that's uh, super original. And this better be really shit. <laughs> I thought that was the idea of this game, you fucking asshole. No, no, no. This is no. This so Aiden's this tune. Have an absolute yeah. web. Dan's about to show me some. <laughs> Come out with a web. Dan's going to show me some unbelievable <laughs> tune. Mine's literally the first time I ever opened a free software, <laughs> a free software, and just wrote in a tune right from Facebook, because I was excited about it. And you guys, Aiden, mate, that's that was too good. Oh my god! Okay, right. So this tune is a is a garage tune I made. So I used to obviously before I had my baseline phase for about a year. Yeah. I um I started on some garage shit, and this this tune was called "Right There." And um, I swear, here it is. Sh- it's right there. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> so um, yeah, oh, I've heard this already. This is five years ago. I made this. Are we are we ready to press play? Yeah. Can I just can I just uh. Shout out to the guy in the comments saying Danny P on the ones and twos, big up the Cavils Ninja, you get me. (laughs) (laughs) The Cavils Ninja. Can we just, this is how emotional this is, right? Dan's put the the description for the track as latest track and my favorite one yet. Lots of time and effort went into this track. And if you like it, let me know. Or even better, you can share it about. funny thing is funny thing is my posts now are pretty much identical to that (laughs) (laughs) are are we pressing play right yeah right three Um, two one go one go okay inside inside predator (laughs) stupid cowbell (laughs) thrown in for no reason (laughs) 
already, mate. You guys have shat all over me. I hate you. Oh, no, I remember this, Dan. <laughs> Is this the one that goes with a massive switch up? It's not. I, I would just call it a switch up. <laughs> Oh, it got, it got a lot louder quite quickly then. Jesus. <laughs> that string. Your face in the bottom left and then this song. Come <laughs> 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 on. Yes. Oi. <laughs> inside, inside. When I got on yeah. the right, put a vibe. Mike's in the air, Mike's in the air, everybody round here and your dogs in the air. Yeah, gonna get down with the groove. Gonna groove when you do, that snooze you lose. Yeah, getting round town, getting low and low and getting hole and cold. How the fuck? Oh, mate, five years does a lot, Jesus. Mate, the funniest part is, is <laughs> I, this is, um, this was when I was applying for uni for a digital music degree, and they wanted they wanted me to send the music that I'd made before I came to uni. And this is what I sent them. Did you make those drums yourself? Yeah, boy. They're pretty good drums. Yeah, the drums are quite nice. I'd probably still use the same drums now. Just <laughs> rest of it, not much. <laughs> It's so like, to be fair, Aiden, I feel like I was on the same vibe as you five years ago with like this kind of future housey kind of shit. Yeah, definitely. Remember like, yeah, I'm going to be there. Oh, Jesus, the, the effects are like... <laughs> <laughs> the effects sweep was like... <laughs> there no reverb at all. So it, was, oh. it was so loud. It was so much louder. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> My gauge staging is appalling. <laughs> I, think, I don't know if the drop I don't know if drop 2 is anything special you know like Same in Wii Sports and like Nintendo Wii it's gonna be oh yeah gonna give me that vibe that the little dit, dit, dit. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I see that <laughs> yeah. oh, alright guys I'll finish listening to that shit <laughs> yeah drop drop 2 is exactly the same Aiden mate it's not worth Right, well, that was a. Uh, was... Pull up, selector! It's right there, Dan Parsons! We've had a wild ride today. <laughs> Mate, speaking of, um, speaking of Wii music, I've actually been, um, I've actually been trying to recreate the, re- the Wii Tennis <laughs> theme song in my Ableton yeah. recently. Mate, it's such a vibe. I don't think you understand the vibe of the Wii Tennis tune. It's so good. <laughs> the only problem is there's on YouTube there's only a half hour version of it. <laughs> Me um Harry and I went to um Margate the other week. Yeah. And I think this was like the end of the night and I just was like, Yeah, put the Wii Tennis tune on, put the Wii Tennis tune on. And no one felt like turning it off. So it's just the same loop going on for half an hour. Oh so good times. The first the first thing I did when I got my um must have sent through that she put the Wii music through it and just left it on loop. It's that incredible. I've, that's it. I peaked. <laughs> Never reached that level of high again. <laughs> 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 
satellite. Dun, dun. <laughs> now we um now <laughs> now we know um now we know Aiden's um idea of heaven and hell <laughs> in the past <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, heaven is running uh Wii music through the synthesizer, and hell is listening to Harry Gibbons tunes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got me over there, mate. Honestly. We didn't save it, did you? Oh. <laughs> to be fair, I've still got some baseline ones, but I'm kind of keeping them to myself because I don't think it's worth you guys hearing them. <laughs> so that was the... Uh, absolute state of a segment following our uh our somewhat recent music we don't want to say recent but we are starting to get old now and uh moving away from our well actually no you know what we're not going to move away from our younger years that's actually the topic i want to talk about next so um <laughs> the the only thing i've written down in front of me for this was younger phases so <laughs> I want. I want to know in with with you two if you had any kind of phases you went through when you were what like thirteen up to seventeen, however old you were. <laughs> did you ever have any any phases like musically or fashion inspired that uh, shaped you now? Uh, I, I had. <laughs> oh, I had a massive kind of like not an emo phase, but like a panic at a disco, Fallout Boy, you meet at six phase when I was about fifteen. Uh, and that was like, I, I was just obsessed, like 30 seconds to Mars, you know, all that lot. But then on the other hand, I had a massive obsession with Justin Bieber. His <laughs> <laughs> acoustic album, his acoustic album, mate. I literally, oh my God. I was, I'm not even joking. 14, they're about 16. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm not having you on. Really? What was your favorite? What was your favorite tune? Uh, probably everything's gonna be alright. Across the mountain, smiling <laughs> when you're back at me. And it's like everything's gonna be alright. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> On your wall, oh, mate. I actually, I was, I uh, did a little funny Photoshop thing. I put my face on his album cover on Facebook back in the day. <laughs> and, uh, like, it got, like, that's yeah, weird. Like, you know, one of those. I thought I'd probably meme kid, but uh, <laughs> mate, I, I actually, I thought it was great. He was sick. You put your face on him. Yeah, like on a, <laughs> Facebook. Like, like, look, it's me. I'm Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. I'm so glad I brought up this topic because that's made my week. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't like Justin Bieber? Well, when I was younger, people used to tell me I looked like him. Yeah, you did look like him. Um, I, I remember I, I went to Portugal on holiday and um, we we got off this tram in Lisbon and all of these all of these tourists came off and started surrounding me going, Justin Bieber, no, Justin Bieber, no. <laughs> no, no. I swear, on my life, on my life. Justin Bieber, oh. Yeah. What the? What fucking part of Italy are you in? It's in Portugal. Oh, sorry, fuck. <laughs> Which is not part of Italy, funny enough. I know, that, mate. I know my country's better than you. 
But um, I don't know. What about you, Aiden? Did you have any phases that you went through when you were younger? I had a gay phase and that kind of stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually—I was going to say that as a joke. I didn't know how you take it. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. I'm, so I'm told it was coming. Just not sure when. You are. <laughs> oh, my God. uh, yeah. You're sticking around for some time now, Aiden. Yeah, yeah. Phase <laughs> one's just a phase. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh. daddy chill daddy, daddy, daddy chill like oh hey, don't worry about it thanks yeah. <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> oh my god but, uh, Did you, um, okay so obviously if you if you uh, had a gay phase which obviously still exists what was at home like we're not taking a piss out of gay people Aiden is gay yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all. This is all out of love. Yeah. You know, not, this is all like, out of love. This we're is... not three straight men just mocking being gay. Yeah. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> what um? What was your kind of fashion choices when we you were when you were younger than Aiden? Oh Did you have any? I didn't really pay attention to like fashion stuff at all. I, I used to play football like, um, like from when I was young till I was when I was about like sixteen. So I used to wear like football tops all the time. I remember it was a sports stuff all the time. Um. To what I used to wear, but I didn't really start actually paying attention to what I was wearing until like until I got to about eighteen, really. Um, mm. But phases, like music-wise, I had a few. Um, I had like a Michael Jackson phase, like I was obsessed with him. <laughs> like, oh, on, me and you both, Aiden. And um, when he died, it was like literally the worst day of my life. <laughs> it was honestly like I remember being like really 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 sad and like looking back at it it's kind of you know kind of sad but yeah i used to have like all his albums and everything <laughs> yeah oh mate you mean i actually had a michael jackson poster did you <laughs> yeah i did when when he died i got a michael jackson poster on my wall he's that oh. i would trust a michael jackson poster <laughs> so i'd say yeah <laughs> looking over me whilst i'm sleeping <laughs> but um <sighs> But yeah, no, I was honestly obsessed. Yeah. Absolutely obsessed. Same as you. And I used to love breakdancing when I was younger. Oh, really? I had a real thing for it. Yeah. And obviously I used to like take a lot of that inspo from Michael Jackson. So, you know, there you go. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but Dan breakdancing in my head, like spinning on his head. It's just killing me. (laughs) Do you know what, do you know what I used to do when I was younger? Yeah. There was, there was a channel on YouTube called How to Do the Robot. Okay. (laughs) And, um. I used to I used to watch it like consistently every single day. And if um if anything arrived in the post that was like a big cardboard box, I'd keep the cardboard box and split it up so I could break dance on the cardboard box <laughs> on the carpet in the lounge. <laughs> You're such a loser. <laughs> I know. I know. My bottle of Corona just fell off the desk and nearly went all over my laptop. Oh, that would oh, be a shame. Oh, that would be death. Yeah, that's awful. As you, as you were. As you were. <laughs> how, how could you take away my breakdancing story, Harry? <laughs> no, that, um, yeah, that was probably my phase. I used to, I used to really like breakdancing when I was younger. And obviously, when you like Michael Jackson, Justin Timberlake comes into the picture. Neo comes into the picture, yeah. and that was just my shit. You also had a scooter younger. phase, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, 
Thanks for bringing that oh, up. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, you know what, right? I was actually speaking about this to someone today. I do not regret my scootering whatsoever. I was actually, <laughs> mate, I traveled across the UK, man. I used to love it. I was absolutely obsessed. Wow. I, and I used to film it. I had a YouTube channel and everything, if, if we ever which was quite popular back been, in the day. We have been rivals because I was a BMXer. You were a scooter. <laughs> you were a scooter kid, mate. I was, oh, God, I hated them so much. Yeah, I was a rat to you. Yeah, you I was like, get out of the way, you jerk. <laughs> Noob. <laughs> Aiden, did you ever like BMX or skate or anything? No, no. I, no, I'd be hopeless for that. I just played contact instead. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was football crazy. The literally we were, uh... looking back, I was like mad, mad crazy. Now, now, I just, <laughs> now I look back, I'm like I literally don't know what's going on half the time. <laughs> like I know what's going on in the game, <laughs> but I don't know who's who or whatever like that. Or... Do you watch football then? Um, not anymore. Now I've got Fair. it was just music took over. Um, yeah, as I got into that. Mm. Yeah. Have you um have you seen that um? Seen that video on um, Facebook that was called like Disco Football, Honestly, and it's just like, loads of people. That I want, I like, I literally track down. Like, how, how how do I get involved in this? Because like that's <laughs> me to a T. Like the spark, it's <laughs> like the fucking flamboyant like moves everywhere. It was great. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that video kills me. It's so like good. The referee. <laughs> yeah. No, they're all just like dancing around and like they're not they're not really playing football, but if the ball comes their way, they'll just like kick it in the most flamboyant fashion they can. I think one just like death drops but keeps the ball in between their legs and then just like swizzles around with it. It's it's like to be honest, I think I'd I'd rather watch that than like the World Cup or something. <laughs> What's the death drop? Is that what you do splits? It's like No pull, oh, how do I explain it? I've never done one because I would literally snap my neck. But you're like, literally just like <laughs> You just like fall back, but you bend one knee backwards. It's to break your fall, I think. Just type it in on YouTube. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, there's to be fair, Harry. The the thing that might be able to f- fill you in is on Instagram. There's a really popular GIF that loads of people use, where it's like this guy who's death dropped. Wow. I don't know if that helps you whatsoever. Yeah, I, uh, is it where they like fall back on? Uh... Yeah, they fall back onto their back leg pretty much. Yeah. And they then... do it on drag race a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I it's pretty much. Here. It's got a lot of bit of uh, bubble stuck at the back and I've gone really deep. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, got... sounds really weird, doesn't it? <laughs> Where's Harry gone? There's a bit of phlegm. Sorry. Oh, disgusting. That's hard. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I tell you what, yeah. Another okay. What, so in yeah. terms of like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, yeah. So, um, in, with in a fashion sense, when I was younger, did you two ever own that Top Man T-shirt that everyone used to have? With the trim, and it was like the, th- the trim. Yeah, it was like the yeah the trim with the three buttons at the top. Yes. What, and it had like a like a pink collar and a blue shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. It was like Calvin Harris, like see-through sunglasses. Can you wear? Oh, I thought Kanye, oh, Calvin Harris wore them as well. Oh, it's a mixture. Yeah. yeah, actually, it was either them or it was the 3D glasses from the cinema, but you take the lenses out. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mustache phase. Like so hard. Like, I can never. <laughs> like who? The, who the fuck did I think I was? Like, it was like chinos, Fred Perry daps, and a super dry coat. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that sums up like 2010. <laughs> yeah, mate. Chinos used to pop. Everyone had a pair of chinos. Yeah. It just literally everyone kind of came out of nowhere. It was just like yeah, just all of a sudden, everyone was wearing beige. <laughs> Simpler times. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like baseball jackets as well and snapbacks. Oh, God. Like, mate, fashion was so bad. I, I, I think know. Naughty's fashion was fucking awful. It's Yeah, it's like... It's like look I look at back it. at like Disney Channel and I'm like, fuck me. That's like, you know, like the <laughs> 90s and 80s, like they regenerate themselves, so like fashion-wise, the Naughty's are never like... I yeah. think it will in some way, but no way are we going to like stop the hairstyles yeah. as well. <laughs> I think Naughty's is just like, look, let me look at all my old clothes. Actually, you know what? Fuck it, I'll wear them all. That's yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although you say that, but um, I'll tell you what you see a lot of, I don't know if it was this year or last year, but like camo trousers came into fashion a lot. Yeah, cool. They? If you Recently. wear them well, like, obviously I think that's the same with everything there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And also, do you know what's really like taking a, like, a point on the noise is, you know, all of these girls who have like the two blonde strips at the front of their, oh, yeah. their hair. And then all, all of you, loads of guys are dying their hair bleach blonde. Like you, Aiden, yeah. to be I fair. Am. I did at one point. Yeah. I started lockdown. But... I swear that, that's a naughty thing, isn't it? I swear. 90s more than 90s. Is yeah. it not? Yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, yeah. Who knows? I think uh, <laughs> Justin Timberlake did it, but that was he did it in the noughties or late noughties. Yeah. I just, I just properly remember those chunky shoes, like the really thick, chunky, like airwalk shoes you could get in Sports Direct. <laughs> oh, cool. yeah. And it used to be like fluorescent laces or the globe shoes. Anyone own globes oh, or DC, DC shoes? DC, yes. like your name, your name. Heelys. <laughs> I never had Heelys. <laughs> I had a pair of... Uh, Heelys were lethal, mate. My mum <laughs> actually got me a jump. This is, mum, if you're listening, I don't know how, why you got me this jumper. Bloody hell. I was like, what, 12? 12, 14, right? She got me a jumper for my birthday. It was this red jumper, right? Really comfy, but it said horny devil on it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 fucking horny devil on it. I, I mean, I didn't know any of the wiser. I was just like, yeah, this is fucking sick. All the girls, all, all the chicks are going to love me. <laughs> I genuinely choked on my side of it. I can find a picture of it for you. Oh my God. Wait, how old are you? I must have been like 13, 12, 14. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I can't. I can't. Oh my god! You just riding around a little BMX with horny devil written on your t-shirt. Find this <laughs> horny devil red jumper. Top of the <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna find this. Oh my god! god I feel like people. No. <laughs> I people are looking at you like it's gonna be on a list one day. Yeah. My mum, my poor mum. Yeah, like it's just a phase. It's just a phase. Right, let me find this. My mum's gonna have it on. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> he'll grow. He'll grow out of his horniness. God, maybe. Come on, mum. Pull through. Oh, you know what, Harry? If if you can find this photo, I genuinely might make it the artwork for the next Meet Me Run Left podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, uh, Meet Me Front Left merch coming to you guys soon. We got the um, the horny devil tea <laughs> dropping next March. <laughs>
Okay, right. So back to back to some final closing points about some music. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise we will just end up speaking about how much of a horny devil Harry is all night long. <laughs> so um, I wanted to put a question out there, and I want to hear your kind of feedback and thoughts about it. So my question or statement in itself to you guys is that it's all about who you know rather than what you know in the music industry. Um, and oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say, is this uh, is this true, or have you guys come across situations where you've almost proven this point wrong, or I think it's anything like both. that? Mm, I think yeah. you're always going to get an advantage if you know people in the industry who are going to be able to like if they like you, they're going to put you forward uh, for events, um, maybe pass you on to names, give you contacts and stuff. But I do think if you are generally talented, and then you manage to get, I don't know, say so you, your people, people do notice talented people and talented musicians and they, you will get noticed. It's just, I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't it? I do think it's a bit of both though. I don't think it's just who you know, because you you may know someone and it may get you far, but in the end, if you aren't good, people will realize that sooner than later. And then you'll be like, oh yeah, shit, this guy's actually fucking pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just, what, what, what about you, Aiden? What do you think? No, I, I I feel the same. Like me personally, I'm not like a networky sort of person because I'm just quite like um, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know how to do it, and I just don't really feel that. The more time I'm doing that, the less time I'm actually like making stuff and actually you know putting effort into that. Um, so yeah, I, I know I know that you have to you know it's it is who you know, but sometimes like especially like in the underground scene, like the, like the true underground scene, like, you know, if you make good music, you're going to get noticed and people like get, um, know you like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if, if that makes sense, um, it's, but yeah, definitely. I think, I think it's a bit of both, but for me personally, it's, mm-hmm. I feel it's more what, you know, um, cause like, yeah, definitely you know, it's more about like people who are really into this, like into the scene. Um, um I mean, it's, it's technically yeah. who, who, you know, in the, in the fact that, you need mates as well to kind of urge yeah. you on and stuff. That sounds really weird, but you know what I mean? In the sense that you need to know people who are in the industry, but you also need to know the right people to encourage you to actually branch out and send your music to people and stuff like that. Because yeah. otherwise, if you don't, if you just stay in closed the whole time, then it's going to be harder to get heard for you, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But there, I, I, would, I will say one thing on this point is like, I don't think anyone should put too much pressure on the idea of like, you need to know the right people to be able to actually get far in the industry. Cause I I don't think that is necessarily true. I think, um, a lot of the time your music will speak for itself. And, um, like you said, Aiden, I think if you are passionate and good enough about it, you will end up being heard like without question. But, um, I think just, just make the most of actually connecting with people anyway, without having to think about the idea of, oh, I need to know this person to get further. I I think it's more important that you just, um, meet, meet like-minded people in the industry and build those friendships more so than building a network, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely don't, don't go someone's ass who's quite high up at a certain place and just to try and get a set or something, that's not the way forward. You're just going to create fake relationships and it's just not going to go well. And Yeah, but I mean, you're you're always going to be surrounded by fake relationships in this industry, oh, without question. Out the facts. <laughs> you are though, aren't you? Like without without question, you're going to meet people who are in it just to keep bettering themselves, you know. But I think you just got to 
<laughs> just be a decent person at the end of the day. Yeah. Just because just other people are, um, you know, you, you're obviously going to meet a lot of big egos, but it doesn't mean that you need to have a big ego about yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't rise up to these kind of people and um, try and imitate them because you see that they're higher up than you are. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. just do your own thing, you know? And help, do your own help, thing, help, be help yourself. Help get the music out there, you know, help share the stuff. Do all that, all that normal stuff, you know, everything, you know, help you make promo, comment, <clears throat> like, share. I mean, I, yeah. I love it if I like, I don't know, I feel like, we, especially with you, Dan, as well, I've in the past encouraged you to send your music to people. Like, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, definitely. Even with you, Aiden, as well. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you don't like sending your music around that much. <laughs> so no, it's no. like, I, but then when I, when I hear someone's track and they're like, oh, I haven't really sat there anymore, I'm like, what? I'm like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> so like, Harry, you're the talent scout. I am. Yeah. I am. I've got no talent myself, so I just hear it in other people. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, don't don't forget to uh, buy people's music on Bandcamp. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bandcamp. <laughs> That's the, we haven't mentioned Bandcamp that much today, actually. So there you go. No. Let's, should we should we get our Bandcamp words in? Bandcamp, 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 Bandcamp. 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 Give us a Bandcamp. <laughs> give us a Bandcamp, Aiden. Bandcamp. Uh, oh. My bank give us, camp. Just give us a bank camp. Just, give us a just b- say the word bank camp. Bank camp. <laughs> bank camp. Hey, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meaning, like, what is that? <laughs> right. Do we make you nervous there? We just threw some random words at you. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Eat> a little. <laughs> well, and uh, I think that's uh, I think that's a good way to close this show off, don't you? Yeah, I reckon yeah. that's uh, a nice little. Uh, Little, <laughs> a nice yeah. um, a nice little uh, final final few words yeah. from us. It's a nice and way to uh, bring the podcast to a halt because unfortunately, um, Aiden's agent needs him to go now. Uh, we've only got only <laughs> two hours of him. So. <laughs> yeah, we're paying overtime yeah, right he's, now. He's on a, he's on a flight to Prague tomorrow. Um, so, so yeah. <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's looking at me now. Yeah, he's, <laughs> no, it won't. He's get me back in the studio. That's it's gonna want me in there. <laughs> oh, God. Right, well. yeah thank you very much as always for uh for tuning in yeah. the people at home thank you for listening to our ninth episode of the meet me front left oh, podcast oh. i can't believe it's gonna be our 10th it, episode it is, i'm also staging because the 10th episode is gonna be bloody incredible right <laughs> great stuff in store for that one please say you've got paracelton <laughs> here we are <laughs> Um, oh way to ruin it Aiden uh, before we before we jet off our separate ways and enjoy our lives uh, Aiden uh, what you got any plans for the next couple of months any releases that you want to shout out about you know this is your time to plug yourself on our I mean, lovely podcast <laughs> yeah I've got this whole this whole year I've been uh, working on loads of tunes and uh, you'll be seeing more releases like probably like start of 2021 um, now but there's some exciting things coming up so that'll be uh, pretty fun I've got, I can't say much now, but um, yeah, there's definitely a lot more coming from me. You heard it here. And um, what, what are your socials, Aiden? if people want to find you? Um, so on SoundCloud, it's just Aiden Francis. And then on Instagram, it's Aiden Francis, but with an underscore after it, because I like to spice things up. Um, and then obviously <laughs> Spotify is Aiden Francis. And then if you have OnlyFans, I'm also on there. Hey! Was it? Ahoy! Ahoy! Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you once again, Aiden. Thank you, everyone, to listen at home. Yeah, we love you. We will be back soon for the tenth episode. My God, yeah. of the Meet Me Front Left podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna try something new. I go meet. You say me. I say front. You say left. You ready?
Wait, we'll say what? What? I'll say meet and you say me. And I say front and you say left. So And then Aiden says podcast. Yeah, yeah. Alright. So this okay. has been the meet. Me. Front. Left. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, well, I love our outros. They take so long. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a phone call with your nan, where it's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'll see you soon." Okay, bye, 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 bye. bye now. Yep. See you later. See ya. Bye. 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 Bye.